like I'm on the Heisman watch That's gotta be what would describe, symbolize I've got Skill, four times the talent around me Desmond Howard playing for Howard Just tell me how can I be stopped This Allen Ivy at an Ivy college They can't check me, I don't practice my class too hard Nigga, me, my swag is grown Okay, okay What's going on ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to a new week. It's Monday. Welcome to episode 33 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. Boy, what a weekend it was in the world of sports. I told you guys on Friday it was going to be a great weekend, and that it was. I enjoyed all of it, um, from the basketball to the, the Ducky Derby, and then a fight, of course. So, um, hey, man, let's let's get to it. You know, I'm, I'm going to give you guys fair warning. I'm going to spend a lot of time on this fight, and it's going to be a lot of boxing talk today, just just to let you know. So if you're not a boxing fan, you know, you can fast forward, or you can stick around, you know what I mean? Learn something, you know? Learn something. So yeah, let's let's get right to it, man. Let's get right to it. No wasting time. Let's get to it. All right. First of all, congratulations to Canelo Alvarez on becoming a three-time middleweight champion. He now holds... Three of the four middleweight titles. I listen, man. Listen, listen. I told you. I thought he. I, I thought he could have knocked him out. You know, I predicted that. I, I called for a knockout on Friday, but it went all twelve. It was a great fight. It was a great, great fight, man. Uh, Daniel Jacobs. You know, he came to fight. He definitely didn't lay down. Did not lay down at all. And uh, you know, it was it was a good fight. It was a great fight. It was what I expected. I expected a good fight. And now Canelo is now the holder of the WBA, WBC, IBF, and Ring Middleweight Championships. This man Canelo. Listen, Canelo's twenty eight years old. He turns twenty nine July eighteenth, right? He fought Floyd. How old was Canelo when he fought Floyd? 23? I think he was about 23. And since then, only had that draw, hasn't lost, and he just became a star, a superstar. And then you go back at the history of guys who fought in, uh, who fought Floyd Mayweather. And what's happened to them after they fought Floyd? Ricky Hatton, Gotti, Victor Ortiz, uh, Madonna, <laughs> Zab, um, guys like uh, who else? Robert Guerrero, guys, guys that were at you know maybe not the peak, but a high point in their career, high point in their career, and then after they fight Floyd, it's like all of that flame was put out. And for Canelo to be so young when he fought Floyd, to take that loss and to not only turn it into more wins, but turn it into fuel to just become arguably the best fighter in the world right now, right? You know, I talk a lot about Lomachenko, but when you look at Canelo's resume, I was I was talking about it on Friday. And everybody he's beaten, and how long he's been doing this, and how many fights he has, it's amazing. 
Canelo, Canelo's the best. I'm I'm giving it to him. I'm giving it to him. Canelo is the best. I said this, um, I've been saying this since uh yesterday, since the fight on Saturday. I said Floyd, I said Canelo is the Mexican Floyd for many reasons. For many reasons. You know, over the past three years, with all the triple G stuff. And you know the the drug tests and and you know some of the decisions. Canelo's been, become one of the most hated fighters, hated on fighters, in the world, in the sport, and, and people just want to see him lose. Just like Floyd, people want to see Floyd lose. And you know now he's the Cinco de Mayo man. He's the main man, the main money man. He's the star. He's the A side, flashy. Run his mouth a little bit in his language and his native tongue. It's Canelo Alvarez now, and people hate to see it. And Floyd knew that when he fought him. Floyd knew he was going to be all right. You know what I mean? And and Canelo learned a lot from that Floyd fight. I was saying this. I, I said this on Friday, I believe that Canelo's defense is probably his most underrated asset, and I'm so glad that he put on a defensive showing. The way he did Saturday night, everybody saw it. You know, the head movement, body movement. He was moving around a lot. He was moving around a lot. All right. So Canelo was moving around a lot on Saturday night. He's moving around a lot. Defense was crazy. He was rolling the punches, countering, and it was just beautiful to watch. It was beautiful to watch. It was beautiful to watch. He, you know, even, even when Jacobs was, you know, letting off some of his combinations towards the middle rounds when he, you know, had his his late swing, his last ditch effort, you know, because the first half of the fight was all Canelo. Middle rounds, Daniel Jacobs, he had his opportunities. You know, when Canelo started to get a little tired, he had his opportunities. He definitely did. But then for the championship rounds, Canelo closed the show well. I feel like Daniel Jacobs had threw. I want to say that eighth and ninth round, he he did all he could. I think that's where he realized that okay, maybe it's not happening because the knockout wasn't going to happen. Canelo wasn't going anywhere. He wasn't going to sleep. Definitely wasn't going to sleep. So you know, it's just crazy to see that. You know what I mean? Uh great, great, great defensive showing from him. And great fight, great fight. Um, what I will say is, like Daniel Jacobs said, it's time for him to move up. It's definitely time for him to move up because he can't he, he can't make middleweight no more. Uh, super middleweight is probably best for him. But Canelo's fine where he is. Canelo's fine at one sixty. He can go uh get another belt, one more belt, and um you know just 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 keep winning belts because hold on. Like I was saying, you know, Canelo's 28 years old, right? The accomplishments that he has, you know, that he's already achieved is crazy. Such a young age, bro. Such a young age. WBA, super welterweight, WBC, WBO, ring, all super welterweight. WBA middle, two-time WBC middle, IBF middle two-time ring middle, and WBA regular super middleweight champion of the world. It's Canelo Alvarez right there. 
Who's stopping him? Who who was stopping the Canelo train? He's only lost to Floyd Mayweather. The GOAT. Pound for pound, middleweight king, arguably pound for pound in the world. Who's better than Canelo Alvarez right now? Who? Who who has the better resume than Canelo Alvarez right now? Who has more gold? Nobody. Canelo Alvarez is the face of boxing right now. When Floyd was done done, not after the McGregor fight, but after the Berto fight, and before that, you know, Pacquiao, about, about 2015 is when the tide started to turn. And 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 the f- people we were looking for the next face, and it was the pale redhead Mexican Canelo Alvarez. You know to watch to watch a fighter get embarrassed by Floyd, learn, I l- learn everything from that, take that loss, and just run with it. It's impressive, very impressive. Um, I saw a lot of people complaining about the decision, of course. You know, they felt the fight was closer. I I saw it 8-4, maybe 7-5, if it were on the closer side. I, that's as close as I took it for 7-5. But on on the, you know, the upside, 8-4. 8-4, I wouldn't go any farther than 8-4. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go any farther than 8-4 because... Jacobs Jacobs had his moments. You know, he had his moments, but he wasn't really landing a lot. You know, a lot of it wasn't clean. Neither of them really landed clean, but Canelo was landing more cleaner. You know, it, it wasn't like he was landing um bigger punches. Harder punches, yes. Harder punches. Canelo's punches had a lot of pop. Definitely had a lot of pop. Daniel felt that. Definitely felt that in the jab. It was a jab the entire night. The jab, and then he got the left hand involved. Once the left hand started to get involved, that's when the problems and the body work. Goodness gracious. I already said that. I knew he was going to chop the body down because Jacobs is much taller than him. That that was evident. I knew that was going to go down that way. So it was it was a good fight. Um, You know, a lot of people are already talking about Triple G in September. All right, here's my beef with that, right? It's, it's simple. It's simple. Canelo's turning 29. He's still in the prime. Triple G's 37 years old, right? Triple G, his big, the biggest name on Triple G's record is Canelo Alvarez. Second biggest name on his record, Daniel Jacobs. His biggest payday is going to be one more with Canelo Alvarez. But like Canelo said, he has nothing to prove. I don't think he should take that fight. I don't I don't want him to take that fight. There's no it's just his name. It's Triple G's name. Triple G's not that great. He's not that good to me. I never understood that. I never got it. Triple G He's not in Canelo's. He's not in Canelo's class, man. He's not in Canelo's ballpark. He's not. He is not at Canelo's level. I'm sorry. I don't understand the infatuation with this dude and why people think he can beat Canelo. The first fight was close. Yes. But the second fight? Canelo fought his fight. Walked him down. 
encountered in the process. Go watch it. Go watch both of those fights. After I record, you know, after this, I might, because I, I want to see what you guys saw. I've watched the fights a couple of times already, like I said. Canelo doesn't need to fight him again. He doesn't. We don't need to see that. It's not like they're one apiece. It's a draw and a win for Canelo. There's no reason to go back and fight him again. That's nothing but a payday for the old man. And that's it. He knows that too. Triple G know that. There's nothing in my heart that 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 can tell that's telling me that as a fighter, yes, you're supposed to believe you can beat everybody. But Triple G know he's not beating Canelo. Not now. Not at this point. Not not the way he was looking last night. I mean on Saturday night. No way. Um Yeah, I, I don't want to see him take that fight. I think Canelo should go fight the uh, the last title holder. I forgot the guy's name. I don't even I really don't know him that well. But go go fight him and unify some more. I think that's the best option for Canelo at this time. Because right now he's the king, man. He is the king. I don't I don't know who's going to take him down. I don't. And that's how Floyd was. That's how Floyd was. Who's going to do it? Who has the best chance to do it? Even with Canelo's one loss, it still feels like he hasn't lost the fight because of who he lost to. And when it happened. You know, and guys, you know, everybody's talking about Floyd and Canelo now. Okay, of course we can talk about Floyd and Canelo now. First of all, Floyd is way, way done. His hands are not the same, and it wouldn't, it wouldn't happen. First of all, it wouldn't happen because Canelo was not going to go way back down to one forty-seven. That wouldn't happen. Canelo would not go down to one forty-seven. Or even uh, what did Floyd fight McGregor at? Was that one fifty four? Hold on, I would I I think you know he wouldn't even meet him in the middle because Canelo's success, most of his success at middleweight is because of how strong he is and big. He's really big at, at one sixty, coming in at one sixty seven, one sixty eight, pushing one seventy. Really big and strong, you know what you know what I mean. He wouldn't he wouldn't give up that size for that fight. But you can argue if they fought now, but that's that's subjective. You know, if what if, you know, but I would never I would never get better against Floyd. Would it be a better fight? Definitely. Definitely. Would it be a closer fight? Absolutely. Because now Canelo has the defense. Canelo didn't have that defense. But would Canelo have the patience? Because it's not about the defense with Floyd. Would you be able to catch Floyd? That's always the game. Will you catch him? Who knows? But um, what else? Who else? Um, What else? Did I have anything else to talk about, Canelo? Let me see. Hold on. Let me make sure. Because I, I was excited to talk about this. But I didn't talked about it so much. I didn't ran out. You know, I didn't already talk, to, you know, outside of this. Talking to, you know, friends and my dad, uncle, my mom. You know, everybody, and I'm just like, damn, I didn't already used all my material that I had planned. No, uh, oh, no, nah, let me see. I think I hit all my keys. I think I hit all my keys. Um, Yeah, that was about it for Canelo. You know, he, he found a way to win the close rounds, close the fight, close the show. Just a great showing from a great boxer, man. Once again, shout out to Canelo Alvarez for doing what he does best. 
can't wait to see him get back in the ring. Hopefully, it's around September, I feel like. Um, so, yeah, man. Shout out to Canelo. And uh, let's see. What else do we have to talk about in the boxing world? Um, I think that's about it. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about uh, the Wilder fight on Friday. Definitely be talking about that. So let's uh, get into some basketball. How about that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so first of all, very interesting weekend in the NBA. We got two series tied up. Wait, three? Yeah, the Raptors won yesterday. The uh, Nuggets tied it up. Okay, so Denver and Portland is tied. Uh, Toronto and Philly is tied. Um, that's the what else we got? Who else? And then we got the other ones are two one. Okay, cool. All right. Okay, so two series are tied. Yes. Okay. I was making sure I wasn't tripping. Um, this Portland Denver series is coming to turning out to be a, a bit of a good one, uh, to say the least. We have four overtimes on Friday night's game, and I stayed up and watched the entire thing, and knowing I had work in the morning. That was nuts. Great series. Uh, Dame Dame didn't close that game well in that in that game, but thank God C.J. McCollum. You know, he was. That's why. That's why they have them. That's why they're there, and that's why I like that tandem better than Harden and CP3. I feel like Harden and CP3 are never on at the same time when they need to be. You know what I mean? Like they were pointing out the other night, uh, when CP3 has the ball, it's like Harden is just standing idle. You know, CJ and and Dame don't stop moving. That's 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 just how they play. They don't stop moving, and they are just scores. They're scores, man. Just like Harden, but those two are just different breed together. You know what I mean? And I like watching them play. They they played a great game. But then in the fourth overtime, it was like Rodney Hood. He said, you know what? I got this. I got this. Rodney, I'm so hood. I wear my pants below my waist. Yes, sir. Came back, came in there and got that. Got that. I got them out of there. Yes, sir. But Denver tied it up last night. Uh, series is now 2-2. Uh that's that's the series I like. I like that series a lot. It's a fun series, uh, and whoever you know comes out of that, they got their hands full with either Golden State or Houston. So we'll see how that goes. Speaking of Golden State, it's 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 interesting watching Golden State. Not just because. Let me say. Let me say something. I said I said KD was my MVP on Friday. Still stands. Point still stands. I don't think Kevin Durant needs the Warriors anymore. It's not like the first the first season, you know, when he was just getting into the mix and it was, you know, oh, he just joined the 73 and 9 team. They don't even need him. And, you know, but now that the smoke is clear and we see off nights from Steph and Clay, right? You can blame it on injuries or whatever you want to you know, it's the playoffs. Blame it on whatever you want. When the dust settles, the smoke clears, and there are no smoke and mirrors, no tricks, no, no, nothing. And it's just KD left. You see it. They need him. 
They've always needed him. They needed him June 2016. That's when they needed him, and they got him. KD's Weapon X, and it's apparent now, and it's starting to be apparent to the Warriors fans. One in particular, Draymond Green's mother, who, who seemed to have just find all the Steph Curry slander pure comedy. That's crazy. That moms is, Draymond, get your moms, fam. She's bugging. But I just think that KD, it's going to, KD has to know this. KD has to know that he doesn't need them. They need him. They need 40-45 from KD. They need KD to close the game. Because they can't. It doesn't look like they can close the Rockets out. Steph wasn't around when the game got close. But that's always the case. Have, have How many games, how many times have you seen Clay, I mean Steph really that clutch Steph's work is doing when they're up 15 and he's just letting them go and the crowd's going crazy. It's never been you know the buzzer beaters or the daggers KD's doing that and I just think that at this point in KD's career let's say they win or they don't whether whatever the, the outcome is, if I'm Kevin Durant, do I leave? And if I do, where do I go? Right? If 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 he does leave Golden State eventually. Because you went to your best situation option already. You got your rings. Now where do you go next? That I just I just don't know where like do you go to LA? go to New York, you have options. But to see a team depending on, uh, to see an elite team depending on one superstar is crazy. Like I said, KD averaged 26 in the regular season. He's averaging over 35 now, I'm sure, in the postseason. He he he's really is carrying this team because without KD's points, the Warriors would not be in some of these ball games. That's just that's just the truth. Nobody's nobody else is really stepping up. It's just KD and the Warriors. But they're such a good team that only like accounts like Sports Talk Barry would would actually you know show you you know talking about the numbers and everything and, and how bad they're actually playing. When KD's just the only one on fire. Listen, if I'm KD, I'm looking in the mirror. Yeah, I'm Kevin Durant. I'm the baddest man on the planet right now. Do I need do this? Do I need them or do they need me? I'm saying they need me. And I have the, you know, I can get out of here. You know what I mean? But who knows though? Who knows? I don't know what KD would do. I really don't. But I, I like I like I love KD's game, man. I I I I say this all the time. I love KD's game. He he's a pure scorer, pure shooter, and he's a problem. He is a problem. Another problem is Giannis. All right, I, I said you know I talked about him not being in you know MVP standings right now, but the Celtics couldn't contain him the other day. 
They couldn't contain him. The double team wasn't there. It was a lot. Uh, a lot of times, uh, Kyrie was left by himself, and that was odd to me. Uh, you know, they did a great job containing him game one. And I feel like if they don't contain him again, the series will be over for them. You know, they still have a chance. They still have a chance. You know, they still have a chance. But to lose, you know, lose your, your home court right as soon as you get it, it's crazy. But it happens. It's a it's a seven-game series. So we'll see how that goes. Um, you know, the Warriors, the uh the Rockets. Got things tightened up. It's two one now, so we'll see how what goes with him with them. But once again, with the Rockets, it, it's going to take for Harden and CP three to be on. They both have to be on, like on on, like perfect ball game on. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that that series goes well. But it wasn't looking pretty at first. Those first two games wasn't looking good. But to see them, you know, even it up. I mean, not even it up. Yeah, okay, a little closer. That's good for you. Um, let's see who else. What else uh, going on with the basketball? Uh, with the playoffs. Uh, they talk about Philly and the Raptors. I'm so not interested in that series. I'm just waiting for that to be over. To be honest with you, poor Kawhi, poor Kawhi, man, free him. He will not be there after the season. I don't see it. I don't see him being there after the season. Who that? I don't see him being after the season. I wouldn't. I would be trying to get as far away from Toronto as possible. Definitely. For sure. I have no clue what's going on up there. But um, who we got tonight? Hold on. Let's see who we got tonight. The games we got tonight. Live on Monday. Let's see. Do-do-do-do. Tonight we have... We got Boston and uh, the Bucks, and we got the Warriors and the Rockets. So the first games are seven, second games at nine thirty. So that's tonight. Will I be on? Oh yeah, I get off at nine tonight. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, I'm a working man now. So yeah, working man now. So yeah, I'll, I'll be off of that. Definitely, I'll be back in time for the uh, second game. I'll probably be watching the first game while I'm at work. But um, yeah, man, you know we got playoff basketball tonight for sure. So I'll be tuned in to that. So uh, what else we got to talk about? Still kind of early in the show. Um, oh yeah, I wanted to give. I actually did want to get back to boxing. I want to talk. I want to get back to boxing. I want to talk about uh the zone and the pay per view stuff again one more time. I think it's time to go back to that because you know being a zone the fight happened Saturday. I want to talk about the zone real quick. Okay, so I found it interesting this weekend. You know, I saw I saw a few people. Not complain, but like, just they just felt like this fight wasn't big, and it was. This was like one of the biggest fights of this year, if not the biggest fights of this year. But they felt like since it was on the zone, and you know, it just didn't, it just, it just didn't hit. It ain't hit like it hit. You know, if it would have been on pay per view, like a HBO pay per view. It hit different when it's the fights hit different when they almost a hundred dollars. I guess I guess this you know I guess, but I, I feel that though, I do feel that. I, let me tell you, you guys know I I'm big on free fights meaning for the for the free meaning illegally streaming them. I know when I first figured out how to do do this, um, 
like it was a couple of years ago, but I know like I, I used to get upset like uh the first was it the first the first triple G and Canelo fight. I uh I found it on it was on Sky Sports and I was mad that uh you know it wasn't Larry Merchant and and Max Kellerman and it wasn't HBO presentation because that's what we're accustomed to we're accustomed to the HBO intro uh seeing the celebrities at the fight um the the you know the post fight everything that's just what we're accustomed to and that that feel for years that was you know the thing HBO pay per view. That's why I didn't like, you know, HBO period. When I was growing up, I didn't like Showtime. I hated Showtime when I was growing up. I didn't like Showtime until I got a little older. But I, I was always HBO kid. From the age of four, HBO kid. Um, so, yeah, you know, ordering the fight. Uh, you know, like I can I can tell you as a, as a boxing fan, ordering the fight and then having that pay-per-view channel on like the hour up until the fight. Watching all the like the the twenty four sevens maybe or just different highlights and you know different commentary before the fight, and then the fight's on. Turning on your Xbox or your your laptop to your TV and and clicking a button and then boom, it don't feel like it's a a big fight. Then the 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 commentary team. Isn't that great at the zone? And it just didn't. It just. I, I. I get it. I get it. I do get it. I do. Like I've. I've. I love the Showtime crew, but the zone. They just. They just have to figure out how to make the fight feel big. You know the presentation. I think they could work on the presentation, but I. I just guess the fights just hit different when they're not ninety nine dollars. Mm, sad to say, that's but that's just how we are. That's what we become accustomed to, you know, as fight fans. You know, the bigger the better. But you know, it is it is different. It is different. If it didn't feel, you know, you know what I mean. Like uh, last, you know, Triple G and Canelo. You know, that was on HBO. I watched that on. It got the HBO stream for that. You know, that felt big. This didn't feel big. You know, with the sound. I don't know though. I don't know. It's, it's it is interesting, you know, to see how people feel about that, even though it's cheaper. Eh, you know. Um, as you can see, it's a Monday show. You know, this weekend was what it was, and you know, I didn't have much to talk about. I just had to recap the the weekend, but uh, you know, but I'm glad we got the, you know, I got to, to talk about the fight and everything, and talk about you know what happened this weekend, and you know, but uh, that's I think that's about it for today. Uh, so back Friday for episode thirty-four, uh, we'll have the Wilder fight to talk about, and you know some other things. But um, I'm pretty excited. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll try to figure some things out for us for Friday. But uh, thanks for tuning in to episode thirty-three of Electrified. Once again, follow the Twitter page and Instagram at Electrified Pod. Uh, continue to watch and support your boy. I appreciate the love and support. So let me know if you're watching. And uh, with that being said, I am your host, Eric Lyons, and you have just been electrified.